The Colonel's Story by K.L. Young Rice Read for LibriVox.org by Lotus 7 The Colonel's Story No, no, my friend, there is an agony Not to be exercised out of the world By any voice of hope But I will tell you The Sonia was sailing without lights Bearing three hundred souls and without bells For she had reached the zone where the Hun sharks With their torpedo tongues could spit death at us out of the inky sea hells where they hid, on the main deck we stood in a wind shelter. My wife, and Bias, a pale girl whose eyes had all disaster in them. And my thought was, I hope to God, the moon is shut so deep, in cloud murk there in the east that hurricanes can't blow her out of it. For in the zone the moon had come to mean only betrayal, and now, if ever, was her wanton chance. The slipping water, soaked with soulless dark, fell under and around us shudderingly, yet somehow brought an anxious hopefulness. We're making twenty knots, I said, and felt. A bow cut through the tangle of the waves, as if the no-man seas ahead of us would soon be crossed and I out to rejoin my regiment, could set my wife safe somewhere, and help again to stab that cursed amphibian. Autocracy, whose spawn in the sea gave it, a terror greater than infinitudes for god knows with the woman that one loves aboard a ship and only a cloud perhaps between the hun's shark eyes and sure escape from the black icy phasms that would choke her there's little left within a man but nerves so when i drew her closer into the shelter out of the shearing wind the life belt she wore seemed like a coffin in that sepulchre of night and sea and when the other there, with the disaster eyes and pallid face, turned half towards us, I was shaken as if the moon had suddenly walked out of her shroud, with phosphorescent purpose to reveal us. But on we plunged and tumbled, till at last the black monotonous sink and swell lulled me to faith, and I was only thinking softly of her, my wife's first kiss on a summer night, under the moonlit laurels of our home, when came a cry from the one girl gazing frozenly on the sea where the moon now indeed was pointing at us pallidly a death path and my throat was gripped by it that clutching cry as if the glacial depths down under us already had risen up so starting towards the slipping rail i called what is it where for tense as a clairvoyant with eyes that seemed to feel under the tide the stealthy peril stalking us she stood there after a moment's gazing, I too saw what she foresensed, destruction sealing towards us. The boats, I cried, the rafts, and stumbled back. Over the streaming deck to her I loved, then the shock came as if the sea's wild heart had broken under us and ripped the entrails. The human hundreds out of our vessel's hold to strew the foam with mania and despair. With shrieks strangled by wind and wave and terror, and through that floating mangled, blind confusion where hands reached at the infinite then sank where faces clung to wreckage as to eternity i sought for her who shared my life's voyage who had been my heart's pilot and who now wrecked with me swelled too in the torn waters and soon i saw her still by that one girl tossed on a watery omnipotence blind with brine i swam for her as the moon her treachery done again got to a cloud flung back by every wave i fought beating against them as against god and soon somehow had reached to a limp body on the surge 
limp and strange but living and not drowned. Then seeing a raft near I struggled onward, gulping the sea and being gulped by it, but finding arms at last that drew my burden, and me from horror to half-swooning safety. I could have died, I think, of the relief, but the moon came again, nakedly out, as if to see what she had done. Then I, bending over the form that I had fought for, and chafing it saw, not her I loved. Infinite cruelty, not her I loved, but that pale girl with the eyes of all disaster. Oh yes, I raved and said God was a hun, a kaiser of a universe that loathed him, and back to would have leapt into the waves. The same hands that saved were ready to hold me. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.